What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Highlight, a serious business podcast for all of us serious business people like Austin Lynch and myself. Austin is here with us today, my co-founder and friend and general rival because he likes the worst college football team I've ever heard of in my life, uh, Texas A&M. I don't know why you have a polo that's branded Texas A&M colors because that's not in our brand guide. But This is somehow, high beam maroon. <laughs> We don't have a high beam maroon. We are black, we white, and highlighter. You're looking colors. at it. I don't Everyone, know how you got that by. High beam maroon. Yeah. Um, well, going to the YouTube channel, you can see Austin's absurd polo shirt. Yeah. Well, we can't all be national champion winners, okay, Chandler? Sorry. Did, that's right. Yeah. Go dogs. You know, we finally got one, and I'll see you again in 40 years when we get another one. <laughs> yeah. Well, football is back. And uh, we are really excited about that. I mean, Chandler and I are both uh, complete football junkies, and we're both SEC fans, which uh, is helpful because if you're outside of the SEC, you don't really matter. And that's just the truth. That's very true. It's just the I, truth. I did have an advertising-ish question for you, kind of a business question. Uh, the NIL, mm. name, image, likeness, mm. is a big new thing within college football, right? Finally getting to pay these kids yeah. that are spending hundred hours a week doing this thing. I think we both agree that we think NIL is great and can't wait till we do our own yeah. NIL deals. The question is A and M forking over millions of dollars. Allegedly. For a, allegedly. I think it's not alleged. I think that offer is on the table for like the number one <laughs> overall quarterback prospect next year. As a fan, are you fine with that? Are you against that? Where do you land? Well, first of all, I think it's important to say that as a team, we uh, deny all allegations. Uh, with that being said, um, it's it's pretty fun to watch this kind of media storm around A&M's NIL allegations, we'll say, because, you know, it's rare that you get Nick Saban going, but... Uh, oh, Jimbo, pissed. you know, Jimbo's able to, to do it. If there's one guy that can that can piss off Nick Saban, I think it's Jimbo Fisher. And ironically, I just changed my desktop background to be like the A&M wallpaper with the schedule. They always have, you know, four or five options. And one of the options, which I did not choose, was a picture of Jimbo. And it had this giant long quote of him responding to Nick Saban's allegations. And it was just really, really funny. Uh, but how do I feel about it? Um, I feel really good about it. You know, if that's something we were doing, I don't mind. And, you know, I hope that one day I too will be able to, uh, to, to fork cash over to help bring the best quarterback in the nation to A&M. I think that's a great investment of money and time. Uh, however, again, obviously these are just allegations, so I can't speak Dude. to those. I desperately wish. So my barbecue restaurant was in Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky oh, yeah. sports are huge in the state of Kentucky, especially in the town of Lexington. I wish NIL deals existed when I had a brick and mortar store that because I would have sponsored the entire Kentucky offensive football line and I would have stopped all Facebook advertising. I would have stopped. Amazing. I would have owned. I would have dumped every dime into it possible. There is so much opportunity now at the local level for small business True. owners to sponsor these guys and get really fun stories and branding. So I mean, I oh, yeah. you know, we might have to do an episode on this later. But like, I'm oh, I'm all in on the NIL stuff. I think it's great. 
maybe we need to find someone. I mean, hey, we do have an SEC team within an hour of us. That's Vanderbilt. Obviously, a lot of big money athletes coming through Vanderbilt. Um, no, not really. There should be. There should be big Baseball money NIL athletes coming there. But Vandy. yeah, hey, I mean, if uh, that that kicker, I would have given her one. What was her name? Sarah Fuller, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was I, awesome. We, that we was a fun given story. Her a deal. So she would have made so much money. That's like anyway. I know, and now anyway. she can't because they were dumb and they. I, the the I big know. thing that we'll end this with is that next year we're getting another college football game, which the children and us are very excited about. We are all in on that. Yeah. It's it's a oh, big deal. That'll be great. And I think you know eventually, whenever we do sign our own NIL athlete, whether that's for us or for a client, uh, that'll be a big a big day, a big celebration yeah. for us Maybe all. We have a business meeting right now and just talk about an NIL division of the company. I don't know. We'll, we'll do it another oh. time. So before we, yeah. you know, we're entrepreneurs, we're already launching new things. Um, let's talk about the thing last week that you teased a little bit with our ad campaign. Yeah. I'd, I'd love for you to walk everybody through it, why we're doing it this way, why it took us so long. And then, you know, how's it going? Yeah, sure. So kind of diving into what we're doing and why we're doing it. So we, as a company, kind of set a goal or a rock uh, that we needed to start, you know, using our own tactics in kind of external marketing or digital advertising to start bringing in clients uh, that kind of are interested in us as business people first, not necessarily people through our network, but people that we find through socials, just like we would kind of recommend any other client do. And so, you know, we started looking at what that looks like from now between the end of the year and you know we don't have a lot of first party audiences built right now as a business and so what's tough about that going into a period of q4 is you kind of are forced to start bidding on these third party audiences and that's totally fine there's tons of third party audiences out there there's really good quality audiences that you can go for but as you start to get into Q4 and other businesses start to ramp up their digital advertising efforts, those third-party audiences become tougher and tougher to get a hold of. So the first thing we're doing, and this is what I would recommend the first thing you do if you also are in our similar boat, you might be a newer business, you might not have a ton of uh, audience lists or you know huge retargeting pools. Our recommendation would be, you know, a month to two months out of really starting to hammer your uh, big message is just build up some real engagement within your account. So you can go in. I would recommend you do this right now if you haven't already done it. Go into the Facebook Business Manager and build out some engagement-based audiences that will allow you to retarget people who engage with your ads, engage with your organic profiles on Instagram and Facebook, maybe they watch your videos, set all of those up. Even if you're not necessarily doing your digital advertising today, because even if you're, you know, doing what we talked about last week, just posting content out and being consistent in that area, you still want to be capturing all these people and and retargeting to them. So we want to get the audiences set up and we want to start building those based on engagement. That's the first step. So what does that look like for us? Um, you know, we're not spending a crazy amount of money. You don't have to go out and, you know, spend thousands of dollars to build engagement. You can spend just a little bit and still be pretty, um, pretty strategic in this area because again, 
we're not asking them to go and, and make a sale or make a purchase. We're not asking them to become a lead yet. We're just asking them to watch a video or, you know, hit like on a post because they think it might be funny or might be relevant to them, whatever that might be. So what we did was we took some of our um, existing organic posts that were either reels or videos or memes or just static images and you're not boosting them. You're not hitting the boost button on Facebook. Please don't do that. What we're doing is we're building out a campaign of third-party audiences that we talked about earlier that are very targeted and specific for your business. So for us, you know, we want to show up in front of business owners. We want to show up in front of marketing managers, marketing VPs, marketing execs, etc. And so we put together an audience of those people. Now, like I said, in four to five months from now, those people are going to be very expensive to target. So that's why we do it today. That's why we do it for the first two, three months aggressively. So we're using our existing reels, stories, posts, etc., and we're using it as an ad to reach these other people. And, you know, it's nothing crazy. We have a couple videos where we're offering advice. Uh, Chandler, your your video uh, of you and your son you know, you basically just giving a little marketing tip uh, alongside his son, and that video is doing incredibly well. We're getting 15 second views on a video on Instagram or Facebook for under a penny a piece. And all of these people watching these videos are becoming retargetable. And why that matters is in a few months, we'll have thousands, if not tens of thousands of people who have seen our face, they've heard about our business, they know that we do marketing. They might not be super far down the funnel, but they're our audiences and they're not gonna be as expensive to target when everyone is running their, you know, Black Friday sales. So Yeah. I, I want to say something real quick that please the do thing you're saying there with it takes seven to twelve to some people are projecting it takes twenty five touches with a brand before you get somebody to go from zero knowledge of who you are 25 touches later they decide to take a single action like fill out an email address or more likely yeah. become an actual client right and 25 touches takes time that's why we always we always yeah. preach like hey this is like farming and it's it's worse than farming because it's going to take 18 months before this field really yeah. starts to produce fruit that you can actually eat so it's an important thing to remember that as we're going through this and the numbers sound cool and fun for like 20 bucks, you can get 10,000 views for under a penny and da -da, and like all that sounds great, but keep it in perspective for everything, which is like, we have to load up these touches. Our goal is like 20 to yeah. 25 over the next 18 months. You have to have a long term vision when it comes to any marketing plan. Yeah. And the longer you you know, run these types of messages, the longer you're consistent and the more touch points you have, the bigger these audiences are going to be. And what, what, what I'll talk about kind of here in just a second is that never stops. Uh, like you said, it's a consistently kind of growing endeavor to continuously keep people engaged, to keep people seeing your message, you know, in a fresh message. Uh, but you know, you just change the way you go about doing that once you switch your focus to primarily say lead gen down the line. So the second piece, kind of what I'm just alluding to is uh shocker, it's lead generation. So we've been building up these big engagement pools. We've been showing people, you know, different asset types. We're serving up all those different things I just talked about to this group over a long period of time. And now it's time to ask for their email or ask for 
them to, to take an action. And so what we're doing is we're asking them to become a lead so that we can provide them a free marketing audit, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, but the cool thing is we don't have to build all of this through our website. We don't necessarily have to even ask someone who is engaged in social media to leave the platform. Uh, you don't really want to do that. If you're just on Facebook or Instagram scrolling around the odds that you are excited to click off into some random website you've never been to, it's low. You know, it, I, I doubt many people are going to want to do that. So what we do is we're just going to build a simple form inside of Facebook, which, you know, after someone clicks on our ad, it'll just open up right there. And it kind of tells them what we're going to offer them in the free audit and allows them to opt in or opt out. Uh, and if they opt in, great, you know, then boom, they become a lead. And that's sort of the, the whole purpose here. You know, we're wanting to get people engaged, kind of push them down into a, a lead funnel. And then we're kind of re-engaging them with the content audit and, and discussions in that way. One thing I will say, uh, an interesting situation that we ran into Chandler, and I, I'd love to get your thoughts on this as probably not having run into it before, or at least maybe it's been a while, but um, as a brand new account, you know, we didn't have a billing history with Facebook. So what we ran into is, you know, we put our card in, uh, the card's got money behind it. And, you know, uh, it's not like we're, we're overdrafting to run these ads or anything crazy. Um, but they start billing you at such small increments because I guess there's not a billing trust there. And so Chandler, do you want to talk about uh, what we experienced in terms of uh, emails and alerts and fraudulent card flag activity? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're just going to have random nonsense happen when you're building out a marketing plan for the first time. And so, yeah, I want to, I want to say that first, I want to say that even if you hire an agency to come in and help you with a marketing plan, if they're a, a good agency, they will start the relationship with, Hey, the next 90 days are going to be weird. They're going to be wonky. You have to get used to working with us. We have to get used to working with you. Hiring a marketing agency is really like hiring new employees. Like that's how you need to think about it. That's You're so hiring true, yeah. a bunch of part-time employees that are highly, highly skilled professionals. So it's not like hiring, you know, a bunch of part-time restaurant workers like I used to have to do with a barbecue restaurant. So always frame it. The first 90 days are wonky. And this ended up happening to us where we started a brand new ad account and yeah. Facebook, like Austin's saying, doesn't trust us to pay the bill. And I don't blame them. Small business owners, the number one reason they go out of business is cash flow issues. Cash yeah, flow issues point. mean that they don't pay advertising bills from Facebook or billboards or whatever. Ask me how I know. So Facebook is sending us emails immediately after we start running these ads saying, hey, we've billed you for $2. Hey, we've billed you for $2. And as the person that does our books, I'm getting these emails. And then I and I have to text you at like midnight and be like, what the hell are all these $2 charges yeah. for Facebook? And then you text me back and go, oh, our bank has declined all these charges because the bank thought it was fraud. So in the matter of 12 yeah, hours, sketchy. it does look, I mean, yeah, a bunch of like consistent $2 charges. Yeah. And in the matter of six hours, we basically had two different platform issues, one with Facebook and one with the bank. And true. And that's why I started this story with just know that the first 90 days are going to be wonky as you get everything built out. If you have the yeah. patience and persistence to trust 
the people that you hired, as long as you vetted them well before you brought them in, trust them to do the thing they're being paid to do because they're platform experts, right? I mean, we had a issue with a person that that we're helping with their organic social and we had issues with their business manager, which is the way Facebook manages um, different business accounts that keeps it separate from your personal Facebook account. Well, this person that we worked with didn't know what they were doing and why would they? They're running a business. They just sort of one afternoon built a Facebook page and thought that was it. And there's a whole lot of technical stuff behind it that people like Austin and our other partner and other people, I mean, that's what they do is manage those platforms. They try to, Facebook tries to make it user-friendly, but it doesn't work out that way always. And so we had to spend three or four hours, a lot of our time, instead of posting content on the internet for her, we were fixing that issue. And we tried to be upfront and have a lot of communication and all that going forward. But if she was a, I don't know, I'm going to say bad fit for an advertising agency client, especially for us. She'd have been like, you know what? You guys told me two weeks ago you'd be posting stuff. We're not posting stuff. I don't care what right. the excuse is. I'm out. And it's and that's just dumb. And then we would have been happy to break that relationship off because stuff happens. Stuff comes up. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's also one of the benefits of hiring an agency is when stuff comes up and it's on Facebook side and, you know, they flag something that you don't think should be flagged or whatever, that becomes our job to help you or or a good agency's job it becomes their job to kind of step in and say hey uh, chances are we've seen the issue before i mean i've dealt with probably a thousand different you know cases with facebook and you know it's it's our job to kind of step in and, and get you out of these weird situations i mean whether your account randomly gets banned because it you know the algorithm the almighty algorithm thinks that you broke a rule uh, you know, whatever that might be, it's our job to step in and say, Oh, you know, maybe we need to call support chat or whatever. You know, if you're advertising, I more than likely would have a Facebook rep that I talk to on a, you know, monthly basis just to keep touch. And those relationships kind of help, uh, a lot of those problems too. But yeah, no, that, that was definitely a good call out. Um, yeah, and so I, I think really kind of summing up what, what we're talking about in terms of our campaign and kind of what it looks like as we move forward, um, you know, it's it's a lot of engagement. It's following up on that with lead generation, but it's also just continuing to focus in on engagement, showing people new content and making sure that they stay engaged on those. Yeah. Um, what I want to call out for business owners that are listening is that you said it a second ago, we're not just hitting the boost button. Yeah. We're not just... We're not doing random acts of marketing, right? We talk about that as a team and with clients all the time. If you're suffering from random acts of marketing, the, the, how you know you're suffering from random acts of marketing is that I tried to run a billboard ad and it didn't really work. And I tried to run some radio ads and they didn't work. And I ran, I hit the boost button on Facebook, Austin's nightmare, and that didn't work. And of course it doesn't work because you don't have a plan. You don't have a structure. You might as well have just burnt your money in the front yard because it literally did nothing for you. Uh, It was activity for activity's sake, which is a terrible, terrible idea. Um, So get, get a plan, get it, get it planned at the right time because this company is a year old now. Happy one year anniversary, by the way, it's a pretty big deal. It's crazy. And we waited a year before we started putting money into a marketing plan for a marketing company which is just, yeah. when you think about it from the outside, it's kind of crazy. You're like, you guys are marketers. Why are you not doing marketing? And it's because 
we were in sales mode. We were not in relationship advertising farming yeah. mode, whatever analogy you want to put here. We were in the business of selling more advertising services. And now we have a plan. We're not doing random things. We're not just testing. Testing is too kind of a word, I think, for small business owners that buy random acts of marketing. It's not testing. It's like, yeah, I just I need agree. more revenue, so I'm just going to try it all. And that's not testing because activity. there's no... Yeah, that's just activity. That's not a test. That's a, you're just doing something and seeing what sticks. And what you need to do, yeah. if you get your business to a certain level, it's usually around the million dollar mark. Industry specific, it changes. This happened for me with the barbecue restaurant. When I hit a million dollars in revenue, what changes is that I stopped worrying about getting more business. I had to find people who could think for me, who could own a piece of the business. And that's where I struggled as an entrepreneur and as a leader was not finding the right people to think for me. I was still running all of our ads at a million dollars in revenue when I should have gone out and yeah. found a marketer, a full-time marketer, a freelancer, or an agency to come in and do something. But for me to do it is insane. So just know where you're at in your business cycle and then have the right expectation. Yeah, that's a great call out too. Um, well, very cool. I hope you guys can, you know, take some of these, um, examples that we've thrown out and use them to launch, you know, your own campaigns as you kind of lean in towards Q4. Uh, again, I would just really stress that you're going to experience an increase in CPM cost to run the advertising as we get closer to these giant sales holidays. So, you know, be mindful of that. Start your organic posting soon if you haven't already. Start, you know, paying behind that to continue driving more and more engagement. And then lean in on those when it comes time for your sales. You know, target the engaged audiences, target the video viewers. That's the time to hit those people. That's not the time to buy into third party audiences that everyone else is going to be bidding on. You're going to pay a crazy amount. So, that's my pitch. Chandler, do you want to uh, do our ad read for this week? Oh, yeah. We have big sponsors on this show now. You and I have dozens <laughs> of listeners. And when you have dozens of listeners, you get big-time advertising. You would think we're being sponsored by Audible, by the way I'm talking. But no, we're sponsored by <laughs> High Beam Marketing, the company that Austin and I run. We have a free marketing audit that Austin and I built based on the conversations I had about my prior experience as an entrepreneur where I was doing all the advertising myself and I basically said, I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm just throwing money at the wall and I'm trying to see what comes back and what doesn't. So the marketing audit came from a, a pain point that I had as a small business owner. It's a free thing we do. It helps us generate leads. Obviously, it helps us build relationship with the right people, obviously, but it's still a value add for you because we take your business and we look at all the all the marketing activities we do, you do. And then we compare that to the high beam marketing system that we've built. And we give you a grade in each of the areas. And we tell you what's working. We tell you what's not working and what you should improve on. And after that, we hope you hire us to help fix the thing that's not working. But if not, no big deal. And that's it. I can see it on your face that you have like kept me happy and you've done the professional thing and you've, you've kept it <laughs> so buttoned up for, you know, so long here. I'm going to, you know, this one time, I'm going to be okay with nonsense. So go ahead. I, I can see it on your face right. that you want to well, get something out of the system. I really just wanted to take this time to talk about my fish. Uh, he's over here. I, I wish you could see him. You know, Maybe I can actually adjust so you can see him a little bit. 
He's a oh, big Brandon's sucker gonna fish. love this. Is that moving. There he is. Oh, you can see him. Yeah, on YouTube, Here's you the can sucker see him. Fish. Uh, this is Mark Zuckerberg. Um, <laughs> my wife brilliantly name. named him that. He's the only existing fish from uh, before I went to Disney World, and uh, Chandler killed all my fish while I was gone. Um, luckily, my son's not old enough to remember, but. I'll tell him. How one are you day? just gonna lie that's to everybody sure. and tell them I killed your fish? <laughs> I think you put the wrong water somehow in the tank, and that's what killed your fish. I just happened to be watching them during the great fish know. apocalypse of six months. It's ago. a it's a he say it's a he say <laughs> she say situation here. But there he goes. Oh man, I just love Zuckerberg, and I wanted you guys to see him. So that's oh really God. all I got for for today's uh, end of the show bit. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're we all. We will be this. we will be upgrading the tank. So maybe maybe in a few episodes there will be an update where I can show you the new tank. Maybe I'll do it before and after if you're interested. So uh going to be there some was, huge things happening that, over here. Bro, there was one point you were texting me at like 10, 11 o'clock at night, and you were like, bro, I got a 50-gallon corner tank. If you're on YouTube, you see the corner of oh, Austin's man. office behind that him. He wanted so to put cool. like an L-bracket tank that was like 1,500 yeah, cool. gallons, and it was – you know, he was like, I think I'm going to trade this cool, valuable thing I got for the tank. And I'm like, I don't. This is the text I get in the middle of the night. And How it's, cool is that best. When we talk about upgrades, that would have been. <laughs> Studio upgrades? Hey. You want a fish tank? Got it. <laughs> we'll put it on the wish list. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. It, it really means a lot to us. If you need help with marketing, reach out. We're happy to help. Until next time. Peace. Peace.